Welcome to the Dance Studio Empire podcast business series. This podcast is about building your studio empire, whatever that is for you, whether you're just getting started or striving to hit the elusive $1 million mark. This business series will give you the confidence and know-how you need to transform your studio and give you the business you've always wanted. So sit back and get ready to build your dance studio empire. Hey, dance studio owners, and welcome back to the Dance Studio Empire podcast. We are currently in our business series. I hope you are getting some value from these episodes. Even if it's just one thing that you pick up, if you take it on board and implement it, it really should be seeing, you should really be seeing an impact and a change in your business, even from one small thing. But anyway, let's move on to today's episode, which is about how to set your studio up for success. Now, I talk a lot about foundations and as boring and unsexy as they are, it's the foundations that enable us to grow our numbers increase our revenue and steer our studio in the direction that we want. So many people just make it sound complicated and overwhelming and really it doesn't have to be. Maybe down the track when you know if you're running huge businesses yes then it can get a little bit more complicated but to start with there are just a few things that you want to set in place in order to really grow your business and be successful so in this episode i'm going to talk you through the things that i feel you should focus on to set your studio up for true success And I'll give you real life examples from my own experiences, as well as examples from clients that I work with, because other studio owners are going through it as well. And again, I just think sometimes hearing other people's stories helps relate it um, to you. So I'll be doing that as well, because really this part needs to be right in order for you to grow. All right, let's do it. First thing is to get really clear on what it is you want. So you can implement an easy to follow strategy to get you there. Okay, this might sound funny, but with all the noise going on in our lives with how busy we are, I think sometimes we actually forget what it is we want or what it is we are working to to achieve. Okay, so I know it sounds simple, but I really do challenge you to answer exactly what it is you want for yourself and for your business. Um, And you know, to help you with this, because I know sometimes even that question can be hard to sit down and think about. First thing I want you to do is just stop looking and worrying about what others are doing, because that's not going to benefit you. It will not move you ahead faster. In fact, it'll actually distract you and slow you down because your attention's being taken elsewhere. And then think back to when you first started. So why did you start a studio or take over a studio? What was what was actually your dream at the time? So for me, I was I was 14 at the time, but at that at that point I loved kids, I loved dancing, and I loved teaching. And so um I just wanted to give children an opportunity to feel like a star. So I'm I was focusing especially on those kids that would always fly under the radar. You know the ones who try really hard but they never win the race. They never 
come first in the spelling bee. They, they try hard, but they just don't seem to get the accolades of, of winning. Um, but they're also like not naughty kids, so they're not getting attention for, you know, doing the wrong thing or being distracting. It's those ones that are in the middle. I just had felt a real calling to, to give those kids the opportunity to, to be the star, to have the spotlight on them. And so therefore, when I was, you know, deciding to grow my studio, it was more important to be a recreation studio for me because the focus was on developing the whole child. So building the confidence, developing the friendships and building the resilience um, and just less about competitions and examinations. Plus also at the time, because I was a teenager, I didn't want to spend any more of my weekends at comps. So I was doing it for myself. So I was still um, dancing, obviously, for myself at that time. So I didn't want to give up any more time. That's just the truth. Um, yeah, you know, you get the truth from me. Anyway, so when things would get hard for me um, or I felt hopeless or I wanted to give it all up, which definitely has happened over the years, that's what I'd always go back to, like my loves. Why? What is it? that I love, why am I doing it? And it was about the kids, about teaching them dancing and just, just being there to make them more confident. That really was what it was about. So, but on saying, in saying that um, over the years that has changed and it's not that I don't love those things anymore, but my focus is now different. You know, I, I'm obviously older. I have a family to support. I have a mortgage to pay, but my purpose has also evolved and it's evolved towards coaching and supporting other studio owners to have the same thing. So just like you, that's my purpose now is to give you what I have now. So yeah, so it, it can change. And that's why I do say, you know, if you can take some time, sit down and ask yourself what it is that you actually want and what it is you want your studio to, to be for you in your life. So that's the first point. Okay. The second thing is now there needs to be an element of focus on marketing, getting more enrollments, increasing the value of each enrollment and retention. Okay. You need a strategic and creative plan that will impact your studio, not only for now, but forever. So I want you to think long-term. Okay. Because, because like it or not, it's just the world we live in. So if you go back and listen to my episodes, 26, 27, 28, 29, I talk about this in detail um, when all else fails and it feels like your world's completely caving in or you're not sure what to do and, you know, you're hearing things um, from this side and you're seeing things on this side. It's like, oh, I just don't know what to do, feeling behind. The, there's four things, the four things you just need to focus on in order to keep growing, okay? And so that is the first one is attracting the right people to your studio and you do this with your branding and marketing. The second one is enticing them to come and try a class and you do this by giving them a really good reason or an incentive to come the third one is to sign them up you do this with great processes that are quick and really simple okay we want to keep it as easy as possible and the fourth one is to retain them for life so there's lots of things we can do with retention um, so you should never be short of an idea or what to implement okay but that is really important that Everything you're doing with your marketing is focusing on those things. Okay, you you want to be getting them, getting the enrollments, increasing the value of each of them, and then retaining them for as long as possible. All right, that's the second point. The third point is 
when it's time. And now this is also depending what stage you are at at your business. You should empower a team to teach in alignment with your studio values. So you want to lead your team from when you first go out to find them, so interviewing them to onboarding them because you want them to have a really smooth transition into your studio, making it a priority to train them regularly and thoroughly. Because I I feel sometimes the classroom experience can be undervalued, but this plays such a huge part in retention. And remember, the goal is to retain them as long as possible. But you have to train your teachers. You have to find the right teachers to put into your classrooms to ensure that this happens. So we lead from the top. That's what we need to do. Um, And it starts right from the very beginning of finding the right one to onboarding them so they know exactly what you want, what you expect from them. When you have a solid team like that, the sky is the limit for your studio. I absolutely promise you on that one. All right. Moving on, number four is to find the blend between your business and your life outside the studio. Okay, now this is is a topic that's being um, spoken about a lot at the moment on social media. If you're on Facebook, you probably see it in different dance studio owner groups or dance teacher groups. It's that talk of, you know, they're feeling exhausted and tired and pulled in lots of directions with work, with outside, with their life, with their family, with their friends. So it is big. It's important. But I want to remind you, it's it's okay if you love to work and it's okay if you love your life outside of your studio more, okay? It, it, it's fine. The secret is you need to find the balance that suits you and your individual needs and wants, because that's going to vary, obviously, between person to person. For me, I love working. I always loved working. Um, I've, I chose to not be a stay-at-home mum. It, it was a choice that I did, and I've never, I never felt guilty about that choice, and I still don't look back, and I don't regret it. Um, now, this is possibly another controversial topic that we will cover later because I find it really interesting talking to different people and they have this guilt and they feel this pressure and I I just can confidently sit here and say I, I just never had that and you know I think it's worth discussing a little bit later but for me I have two daughters and if you have kids I'm sure you know you can probably relate to this as soon as you have your baby people would say oh you're going to try for a third or you're going to try for a boy. And my response was always, and obviously this is in jest, but I would say, look, I already neglect the two that I have because I love being at the studio. So why would I choose to neglect another child? Now, obviously, just so you know, my children were definitely not neglected. In fact, they are spectacular human beings who have an incredible work ethic and a really healthy work-life balance themselves, even at 16 and 18. And I I actually put that down to me and, of course, my husband who was agreeing on this and he's also a very hard worker as well. But I was just confident in my decision. I The reasons that I found going to work, I was setting a good example for my children, um, this is how, for me, this is how I was easily justified it. So that's why I never felt guilty about it. And they, it's worked out for us. 
but the, the secret is you need to find out what works best for you and in your situation because no one can decide that for you apart from yourself. All right, moving on. The fifth point is, and this is the final point of setting your studio up for success, is to earn an income that you deserve. Okay, and so you need to do this is by stretching your current thinking and the beliefs to realize that there is more revenue beyond your student fees. I think people get stuck in this thought of that this is how we earn money, this is how you make money in your business, is just by the more students they're going to pay more fees. Well, yeah, definitely that's part of it, but there are other ways, okay, and there are different ways to extend yourself um, using, you know, creative ways and exciting things that you can do to to earn that income you deserve because I'm going to guess that you put a lot of time effort and energy into running your studio so it it should work for you um, in an income sense as well all right my biggest advice is for you just to continue to educate yourself right in all of these points it's all about education attend events join different groups Invest in programs that inspire you and motivate you to grow. Just don't limit yourself. You know, I I feel sometimes we get caught up in whether it's a a clique that you're a part of, whether it's just the same people telling you the same thing. Sometimes this is good, but sometimes it can limit you. I would really encourage you to listen to unique perspectives from different different types of leaders, so thought leaders, both in and out of the industry, because I think as well, we sometimes can get caught up with what we know and we just believe what we hear, but we're in quite an insulated, you know, space. So yeah, listen to other people. You don't necessarily have to agree. You don't necessarily have to do what they are suggesting, but I just think it can open up your mind to try different things. If you have the opportunity to work with different mentors or coaches you know, participate in these different programs, different groups or offers, just because you work with a particular coach or you hang out with a particular group of people, it doesn't mean that you can never work with someone else or another group of people. You know, every everyone just has something unique to offer and you will learn something from them. As long as you go into any situation with the right mindset, of course. For me, I am... It doesn't matter if it's a podcast, if it's an online training, whether it's a book I'm reading or I attend a seminar, I will always go in with a mindset of if I learn one thing and I implement it, it will change the whole trajectory of my business. And I can think back to a whole lot of things where this has made a change. Um, And it's only now that I sit back and reflect a lot more deeply of these things that I can see the power of just that one thing. And so this is what I'm just trying to encourage you to do. Even if you just pick one thing out of this episode and work with it, it's going to help you. All right, to finish off with, I just really want you to design your studio in a way where you have the choice to place yourself. We talk about time being the most valuable commodity that we have because we can't control it and we can never get it back. So you should be able to choose where you spend your time, okay? I know sometimes life, we have to do things. There are times where we have to do certain things. But the better you set yourself up, the more opportunity you are going to have to give yourself more choice. And that's part of what I want to help you do as well. 
And this is whether you want to run a boutique studio or you want to run a million dollar empire, the road can be just, it can be challenging and it can be really lonely. So that's why you want to always remember why you wanted to first own a studio and then do that to the best of your ability. And then finally, enjoy the journey. Enjoy, as cliche as it sounds, try and just enjoy the time to get there because that's really ultimately what it's all about. You may have heard people say, you know, they talk about enjoying the journey because once you get to the destination, it's very rarely the end. You get to that spot and then you've got the next thing on on your mind or the next growth project um, or the next thing that you want to do. So it's never going to end. So you may as well enjoy the process to get yourself there. All right, that is it for this episode, um, how to set your studio up for success. These are five just fundamental um, foundations that will help you to grow your studio, increase your revenue and steer your studio exactly where you are wanting to go. Now, I am currently, you know, if you are feeling a little bit stuck with things, you're not quite sure where to start, I'm doing six six week one-on-one power coaching sessions with studio owners and guys I can tell you these sessions are changing changing studio owners lives because in most cases these guys are successful they know exactly what they're doing they've done it before but for whatever reason COVID who knows whatever family pressures they've just sort of lost momentum a little bit, we get in within six weeks, we're turning things around. So if this is something that you might like to do, definitely reach out, send me a DM, send me an email, and um, we can organize a chat and yeah, get you started. Six weeks is all, all, all it will take for you to do a complete flip and get you back on track running again. All right, that's it. I'm going to leave it there for this week. I hope you have a fabulous week and um, I will catch you next, next time on the Dance Studio Empire podcast. Hey, studio owner, if you are ready to have classes so full you need a wait list, an incredible team who are exceptional with your dancers, or simply generate more revenue for your studio, then I want to invite you to join Dance Business Academy. Now, whether you are just getting started or striving to hit the elusive $1 million mark, Dance Business Academy will give you the confidence and know-how you need to transform your studio and build your dance studio empire. Just send me an email to info at danceteachercentral.com and I'll send you through the details.